Yes, I know what you think of me. You never shut up. Never shut up. Never shut up. Never shut up. Good morning, everybody. Today is Monday, June 27, 2022. I'm your host, Ephraim Jr., and today we pulled lust. Happy Monday. I hope you had a wonderful weekend. I had a very relaxing weekend when I only work my night job on Saturdays and Sundays. That feels very relaxing. And I'm learning French right now. I'm really killing it on Duolingo. Duo saying I'm acing this skill and acing that skill. And I also joined Lingoda for some French classes. So I'm like really trying to be fluent in French ASAP because we have a tour coming up that has Paris in April. There's like three days off in Paris, like no shows. So it's going to be the Parisian vacation of my dreams. And I will be fluent by that point. At least I hope to, I hope to be, I'm going to knock on wood. So yeah, we pulled lust and the Bible defines lust. Here's no, just kidding. I found this article from Christianity.com. What is lust? Why is it a sin? Here we go. The dictionary definition of lust is one, intense or unrestrained sexual craving, or two, an overwhelming desire. Now, it's interesting that they left out the third definition of lust, which says intense eagerness or enthusiasm. That's the third definition, intense eagerness or enthusiasm. So they left that out, but they'll leave out whatever they need to to prove their point. Anyhow, the Christians go on to say, Lust is essentially to crave something usually associated with worldly desires of sexual intent or material possessions. Lust has as its focus gratifying oneself, and it often leads to toxic actions to fulfill one's desires with no consideration to the consequences. Lust springs forth from selfishness and greed. Imagine believing that. Imagine having desire for someone and believing that that comes from selfishness and greed and the torture, the absolute torture you must put yourself through if you think like, oh, I have a sexual attraction to somebody and that comes from selfishness and greed and just the war that you're fighting inside, which absolutely has to do with everything that we are going through with the Supreme Court. Stay out of my body, stay out of my uterus. But honestly, like how... How can people devote, this is something I just don't get, and we're going to get back to this article, but how can people devote their lives to a philosophy or a concept that doesn't incorporate your entire being? Like, in my examination of religion and my, just my outsider's perspective of religion, there is no religion that I've found that takes into account your full, the full breadth and depth of your sexuality. Now, how, that is a huge part of your being and how it seems like Christianity is geared only towards ripping out your sexuality towards towards monitoring it and towards policing it and towards making rules about it this is lust and this is a sin and this is bad and you having even a human physiological biological response to another person is a sin that you must guard like I couldn't live I couldn't live like that it would make me a shell of a person and it would make me very very angry and it would make me so angry that I want to police other people and I'd want them to be as miserable and as pathetic as me I'd want them to be as angry and as regretful of their entire existence as I am because if I had to cut out sexuality from 
my life, if I had to cut out any part of my being, like my spiritual beliefs or any part of what I am just to assign myself into this religion or just to be accepted into a thought process that allows me some peace at night or some faith, like if I had to just exercise part of myself for that purpose, I would be fucking miserable. I would be fucking miserable. And it makes no, it's not, it's absolutely no wonder that we are in the position that we are in. It started a long time ago. It started a long time ago before Trump, but we'll get to that here in a minute too. But anyway, let's get back to this article. Okay. The biblical meaning of lust, according to Easton's Bible dictionary, is that Lust is sinful longing, the inward sin which leads to the falling away from God. Lust, the origin of sin, has its place in the heart, not of necessity, but because it is the center of all moral forces and impulses and of spiritual activity. Okay. In Mark 4.19, lusts are objects of desire. Lusts with a plural. Lusts with an S at the end. According to Baker's Biblical Dictionary, lust is a strong craving or desire, often of a sexual nature. Though used relatively infrequently, only 29 times in the Bible and Scripture, a common theme can be seen running through its occurrences. The word is never used in a positive context. Rather, it is always seen in a negative light, relating primarily either to a strong desire for sexual immorality or idolatrous worship. Okay, so why is lust a sin? Oh, let me finish this article and then I'm going to say what I was going to say. Why is lust a sin? Quote, this is from Genesis 2.24. Therefore, a man shall leave his father and his mother and hold fast to his wife, and they shall become one flesh. That's the quote that they're using for the unit of the article called, Why is Lust a Sin? Hold fast to your wife, and you will become one flesh. God's design for sexuality was intended for one woman and one man within the bonds of marriage. Ask Mary Magdalene. It was his desire all along for sexual intimacy to be shared and enjoyed only within marriage. And that has not changed. Yet, our culture has hijacked God's intention for sexuality and turned much of this desire into a lust issue. Lust, essentially, is a sexual inclination that does not include the value of people or God at its center and also lies outside the boundaries of God's design. Let me read that again for the people in the back. Our culture has hijacked God's intention for sexuality and turned much of this desire into a lust issue. Lust, essentially, is a sexual inclination that does not include the value of people or God at its center and also lies outside the boundaries of God's design. Pornography, masturbation, homosexuality, sex outside of marriage and or with multiple partners, maybe at the same time. These are all act maybe in public. These are all acts outside of his will. Oh, these are all acts outside of his will that extract others and God for self-interest. I can't read this shit. The Bible makes a very strong statement regarding lust and sin in 1 Thessalonians 4, 7-8. God has called us to be holy. Wait, this is a quote. God has called us to be holy, not to live impure lives. Anyone who refuses to live by these rules is not disobeying human rules, but is rejecting God, who gives his Holy Spirit to you. Although we may fall into the iniquity of lust, we can repent and turn from our selfish ways. We are called to love others as ourselves, not to use others for our own desire. 
The Christian faith calls for selflessness and is characterized by virtue and love. And then they offer a prayer to overcome lust. If you have fallen prey to lust, remember this prayer. Remember, remember, remember. I have sinned against thee, O Savior, as did the prodigal son. Accept me in repentance, O Father, and have mercy on me, O God. And then there's another one. Have mercy on me, O God, according to your steadfast love, according to your abundant mercy. Blot out my transgressions. Wash me thoroughly clean from my iniquity and cleanse me from my sin. These precious things, let them bleed. Let the, Oh, wait. So that's what the Bible has to say about lust. But this is what I have to say about lust. I love lust. <laughs> I think lust is great. I think lust keeps us human. I think we all have sexual desire and we all have sexual attraction towards each other. And you know what? I've spent most of my adult life, we'll talk from the age of 18, I've spent most of my adult life lusting after, quote unquote, the wrong people. I know they're right for someone and maybe they were the right people for me at the time. They were the right people to teach me the lessons that I needed to learn. So I've actually spent my entire life lusting after exactly the right people. And isn't that, isn't that a big mind fuck? I'm not speaking in a biblical context, context or towards God in any way, but I understand like removing the person from the lustful desire. Like it has to do with your own needs sometimes. And sometimes it has to do, you know, with separating who they are from what you're about to do, what you're about to do. And then, you know, as I've grown older, um, so old, I've kind of had a little, uh, not an epiphany, not, not an epiphone, but, um, I've had just a realization, like, I, maybe it's just the kind of, I mean, I think sexual desire is, is separate from other desires. There are, like, things that you need to be a complete person. You need shelter, you need food, you need water, you need love, you need sex, you need a spiritual, some sort of spiritual connection, I think. You need a hug every now and again, God damn it, don't I know it. But um, I've turned some weird little corner where my lust and my love combined in this weird way and um it was really cool it was really awesome to experience like this intense chemistry you know this intense like physical sensation with a huge heart on you know like a heart on and a heart on all at the same time it was really really nice so that's where i'm at now and I thought, like, this is not something that I, I necessarily want to talk about. And then I reached my hand into the recalibrated toracle and I pulled out lust and it said, you're going to talk about your desire and you've got to be honest. And I'm, I've made a commitment that this is my honest platform. And I trust that everybody listening to it expects that from me and is rooting for me and is rooting for the best and is rooting for the best for themselves. And as we are all of similar mind and similar age, I mean, you probably all found it. I, I'm just discovering I had to have a life is a journey. Lust is a journey. And I had to have a major crack in the foundation, I think, to see what I was missing, to see what was missing for my life and missing for my person. And what I was missing, I think, is that mind-body connection. So I, not me agreeing with Christianity.com that it rarely has to do with the person, but I, I feel like it's better when you lust after the person that you, that you like in that way or that you love in that way. It seems better. And you probably all have figured it out. You probably all have figured it out, but I'm a late bloomer. You know, I have, 
childhood trauma, okay? I have childhood trauma surrounding the issues of love and lust. So here we are. Here we are at this tender age. I'm a babe in the woods. I'm a babe in the woods, but I'm a happy babe today. I'm a happy babe. And excited to see where everything is headed, babe. And we'll see, you know? We'll see. Today is... What is the date? June 27th? Yeah. I don't need to have any answers. I know that I'm taking a bunch of teenagers on Friday to the movies all day. I'm taking like 25 teenagers to the Alamo Draft House. She said, budget. She said, trying to spend our grant money before the end of the fiscal year. Don't worry. I got it handled. I have many aspects of my life on lock. But the lust aspect is new to me. And does anybody have that feeling like when you smell the person? I've never had this feeling before where you smell somebody and they, um, I don't know, it's like, a, it's like a biological pheromone thing where, <laughs> anyway, do, does anybody have that feeling where the smell of a person is just checking all your boxes? You know what I mean when I say that? You know what I mean when I say checking all your boxes. We're done. We are done. We've said too much. Today's Monday. I hope you have a wonderful week. Fuck the Supreme Court. Fuck this dystopia. The come down I said on Marco's post, Marco Nieves po he posted something on uh, Facebook, and I commented the come down of the tour was already brutal enough without being plunged into the depths of hell. We are in dystopia. I don't know how this happened. I, I don't know. Happy Monday. Happy Monday. I'll talk to you tomorrow. And you know what? Let's do a little bit of New Music Monday. Just a little bit. Just a little bit of it.
Concerned, I'll be broken if you never come. 
I've been trying to find 
You're not. 
Get the rest is all what you get undressed. 
Never Shut Up is a production of the Sideways Society. For more information and links to things mentioned on the show, please visit us online at songsoftoriamus.com. Yes, I know what you think of me. You never shut up.